Welcome back. This is Andrew. And this is Emma. We're from EmmelineBride.com, and this is our podcast. Getting Married with Emmeline Bride. That's right. Well, today's show is going to be great. We're talking about Wedding Etiquette 101. Etiquette. Yes. And what's great is we've actually had people write into us several questions that yes. we're going to answer. We've got yes. 10, 10 of the biggest ones. Yes, these are your 10 burning wedding questions that you're like... What am I supposed to do? And we're going to help you answer it. That's right. And of course, if you have any other questions, send them to us at emilinebride.com. That's right. That's right. We welcome all your questions. That's right. So let's get rolling. The first question we received was, should you send an invitation to someone who you know can't make it? This is a good question. This this is a very good question. Because someone may say, you know, my invitations cost $3 a piece. Do I really have to spend $3 sending an invitation? Well, plus postage maybe to someone who I know probably isn't going to be coming. I say yes. Etiquette dictates yes. You should still send an invitation because you want to make them feel included. They're on your guest list. Send the invitation. They either will or they will not attend. Right. But they'll they'll certainly take it to heart that you did. That they you will. did think of them. And, yes. Okay. So that's... For sure. That's, that's a good one. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Next up. Our next question that we received is, when should dinner be served... After your reception starts. Right. Like three hours later? No, I'm just right, kidding. Yeah, right. By this point, you know, your, your guests are starving, starving and wondering, where is the food? Yeah. So typically... So what's a good time? When you arrive at the reception, let's say the reception's at five. Okay. You should probably be having dinner by 545. 545. So a 45-minute window is ideal. Okay. 45 minutes. Yeah. Because by then you've done your photographs, you've done all that stuff. Right. You know, and really doing maybe cutting the cake and you're doing all that stuff right and then the party gets started and a lot of people now are taking their photos at different times like even early in the morning Mm -hmm. to kind of get a lot of those photos taken out of the way Mm -hmm. so that you can join guests at dinner sooner because the last thing you want to do is spend a lot of time taking pictures right and then dinner is delayed and then the whole thing goes by in a flash that's right yeah because the worst thing you want is your your guests Sitting there starving. Right. Wondering when is the food coming? Yeah, for sure. Yep. Right. And of course, another good point with that is to make sure you have enough food for your guests. Yeah, enough food. And it's good to have some appetizers, some drinks for when they arrive at the wedding. Right. Some hors d'oeuvres. Yes, some hors d'oeuvres. Yep. I love it. All right. Well, our next question that we received was, how many speeches should be given at your wedding reception? Hmm. Okay. I think this is a good question because... You don't want five speeches give, being given, ten speeches, everyone just standing up and thinking, I'd like to give a speech too, right? Right, exactly. You have to, you have to kind of keep it simple, small, because yes. you need to keep the night moving. So how many would you say, Emma, how many speeches would you say is acceptable? Probably no more than three. Okay. But usually it's only three, and that's because it is the maid of honor, mm-hmm. the best man, and then sometimes the, the father of the bride will do a speech, but not always. Right. And of course, you may have a prayer too. Yeah. You may have... Um, but yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is you don't want it to turn... You don't want multiple speeches to turn into a whole hour long of speeches and people are right. kind of waiting. Yeah. You know, the bar has been shut down because maybe there's speeches being right. given yeah. and people are hungry. And again, yeah. this is just another... And you're waiting for dinner because you do the speeches before... Right. So that's another time thing. It is. And I think if you have too many speeches, it takes away from the importance of the speeches that are given by the best man in the I would, honor, I would definitely Which are kind that. of the main ones. Right. So, so keep it simple. Yeah. Three max. Keep it simple. That's Very right. Very good advice. Our next question, number four, is should you include your wedding registry info on your invitations? Right, on your wedding invitations. Okay. This is a big faux pas. Tell us all about it because I this will is tell one you, I don't know. Yeah. This is one that we get a lot of, we get this question a lot. Okay. And it's because, well, the answer 
is no, you should never put your registry information on your wedding invitations. Now, why is that? It's the formal way of doing it. Okay. And you're not supposed to be... It, it's seen as like asking for gifts. Right. When people pretty much are going to bring you a gift, mm-hmm. but you're not saying like, here's my registry again. Okay. Now, the registry is very important for your for your wedding shower invitation. Okay. So when do you tell people about your, your registry? So this is why, number one, you want to have a wedding website. Put your registry information there. Mm-hmm. And this way, guests can always see where you're registered at any time. So if they want to pick you out something for your shower or your wedding day... There's your registry. Number two, your registry information on your wedding shower invites or a card that goes inside. Okay. And this is because that's typically where people are bringing you gifts off your registry. That makes a lot of sense. Yes. Okay. So So keep your registry just to the website and keep it just to the bridal shower. Yeah. So not on your invitations for your wedding at all. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Number five, can you invite someone to the bridal shower Who's not invited to the wedding? No, call it a sticky situation. You okay. would not want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Now, how exactly <laughs> would this happen in the first place that you would? I know. I think that's more. That's more like if you have a casual work friend, maybe yeah. you just. It's not a good idea to invite someone to your shower unless they're absolutely on the wedding guest list. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, I mean, I could definitely see that where. You know, someone might be inviting a work friend or someone like that, but they're not coming to the wedding. So you, do you really expect this person to bring you a gift when right. they're not really invited to the wedding at all? Right. I mean, how well do they really know you? You know, or yeah. how are they associated with your family or friends? And now some offices will throw you like a little mini shower and that's mm-hmm. fine. And they're not necessarily invited to the to your wedding. That's them doing it on their own accord. I've seen some of that before. Okay. Bum, ba dum bum, bum. Bum. Number six. Number six. Don't forget to feed your vendors. You gotta feed those okay. vendors. Okay, feeding vendors. Now, know, when we're talking... Okay, your vendors. So, who yeah. are we including here? Your, your photographer, your well, DJ, Well, they gotta who? eat, yeah. Okay. Your photographer videographer if you have one okay and the dj those are must-haves must-have dinner list right and that's just a courtesy more or less because if they're going to be there for eight hours more let's say like you've got a wedding photographer and and you've got him capturing your ceremony your reception i mean it's it's a long day it's a long day and they don't want to leave to get food because they don't want to miss something right if they're hungry if they're starving right because they're there eight or more hours you know yeah and same thing with the dj you know and that's that's a that's Mm -hmm. a big one that's when you want to keep happy too and make sure that they're fed Okay, so that's a that's a very good question. Just Exciting. let them know they can yeah. they can pull up a, they can grab sure. a plate too. Yeah, anywhere they're welcome. Yeah. Yep. Now, does this also include? I mean, maybe people might be asking themselves, like, if I have a, a day of planner, right. other people maybe that is who aren't good one. going to be mm-hmm. there necessarily as long. Do they need a plate? Well, I would say if you have a day of coordinator, definitely um, extend the invitation. It's good to give them a meal. All right. Okay. Number seven is a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm intrigued. How much time do I have to spend saying? hi to my wedding guests you want to make your rounds you don't have to do a receiving line if you don't that's kind of people aren't doing that as much as they were before okay where you see everyone when they come in Kind of a good idea, though. You get to see everybody at once. Yeah, you take it right out. Yep. Yeah. But if you're not doing that, you should definitely make your rounds and try to say hi to everybody. Yeah. I think one of the best pieces of advice that we, we received on our wedding was the fact that um, know that it's going to fly by really fast, your mm-hmm. wedding day. Make sure you, you spend enough time just enjoying the day because it moves like that. And I think I think the point with that someone was trying to get across to us was the fact that 
you know, spend time saying hi to people, but don't spend the whole entire night saying hi to people. Right. And I think that's, I think that's a big one. Yeah, and a lot of times they'll come find you. Right. Um, you want to be out on the dance floor. A right. lot of the time for our wedding, we were just dancing the whole night. We were. Yeah. And, and people would just come up to you or the fact that they might come up to your head table or um, your own little single table yeah. and say hi. Right. But yeah, you know, I would say... Um, Spend uh, spend a half an hour even, you know, yeah, going go around, around together and saying, to tables. Yeah, yeah. just know not to spend the whole entire night you'll, saying hi You'll to probably end up seeing everyone, yes. yeah, if you just are out there dancing yeah. and having a good time. Enjoy your, enjoy your wedding day. For sure. Our next question is, who should host the rehearsal dinner? Typically the groom's parents. The groom's parents, okay. Yes. And this is traditional. This, this is, is well, traditional, this is very well traditional. This is well-known thing, yeah. Yeah, pretty well-known. That's the, the groom's side. Right. If you have a more modern wedding... Maybe the couple pays for the rehearsal dinner. Right. That's true. But So it'll vary, but typically that's the answer. Etiquette-wise, groom's family. The groom's family. Mm-hmm. And then if if not, then maybe the, the other family, the bride's family, or... Right. If the groom's family is hosting, they typically do work with the bride and the bride's family to figure out invitation, you know, who's invited and okay. stuff. Okay. Yes. All right. Our next question, number nine, do you have to include your parents in your wedding planning yes you should yes you should i think you should extend an invitation for particular things right if you want to do some things yourself or if there's things that you'd like to but i think you definitely should include them well it's important i, I think yeah your, your parents have been excited about this day just like you have yes and of course. i could see them definitely wanting to take part in it right and it's really good to have specific jobs right okay you know if you just kind of leave it open maybe then it's hard for them to know where to jump in mm-hmm. but for instance like um, hey mom, do you want to go look at dresses with me? Mm-hmm. Or hey dad, let's go over that um, that song we were thinking of dancing to. Or like let's pick out you know the song we're going to dance to. Right. Hey mom, you know you're really good with flowers. Maybe you know can you give me some advice on my bouquet? Right. I think everyone likes to be asked. Yeah. So they can be bit. small tasks. Mm-hmm. They could be yeah. big ones, right? For sure. And, and your parents mm-hmm. might really want to jump in and help right. you out, or yeah. they actually might not. Yeah. So it's a good idea to extend it to both sides of parents, right? Of course. Yes. Okay. Great to know. Number 10, our final question, or is it, how long do you have to send your thank you notes? How long do you have to send them? Hmm. So yeah, those are a big one. Everyone's always saying, oh, I have to get the thank you notes out. Well, think of it as really something, it's really not that hard to do. Right. You have, etiquette calls for, you have a full year from your wedding to send them. Right. But I say, get them out as soon as you can. In the first three months is ideal. Three months. Okay, yeah. that's a. I think that's enough time. Yeah, and I think, you know, while it's fresh in your mind, mm-hmm. you know, a night a week or a couple nights a week to work on them together and then just mail them out. Once you're done with it, it'll be off your mind. That's right. Get them done. All right. And actually, we have got a great bonus question here. Can you register if you already live together? Oh, yes. Yes, of course you can. And of course you should. And this is probably more more common today, Yeah, very right? common. Yeah. Um, I think everyone who gets married should register because people want to give you gifts. Right. And whether that be money or a gift they buy at a store or online from a registry, a registry really helps to know your style and what you actually need. People want to get you a gift that you're going to use together and kind of after the fact that you have been married, like right. something together, yeah. like more so. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so doing it together and picking out the things that you both enjoy. Right. Gives people an idea of your style and what you might like for your wedding. Right. And they'll know the fact that, hey, we can get them this or that. Right. And they're going to use it. And I think that's that's a nice thing to do. Yeah. Now, your registry doesn't have to be super big. No. Just pick some things that you could use or would like. And it doesn't see... It's not like asking, like, please give us gifts. 
people want to give you gifts. That's right. And it's so much easier for people if they know what you like. And you can check out registry tips and a huge list of the 100 most registered for items on Amazon at emmelinebride.com slash registry. Awesome. Well, we really enjoyed talking with you tonight. We did. This was fun. That's right. So we're signing off. This is Andrew. And this is Emma. From emmelinebride.com. And this is our podcast. Getting Married with Emmeline Bride. That's right. We'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.